Episode number 839. Does BNI work for employees? You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am in Austin two weeks in a row. Yay! (laughs) Sometimes it's good not to be traveling so much. Yeah, no kidding. So tell us what we're doing today. Well, we're talking about um, uh, does you know B and I work for employees? And the short answer is yeah, it absolutely does. It, it works great for employees. And I learned this. Gosh, it, it, this story is probably twenty, maybe twenty-five years old, but I've never told it in a podcast. Um, several, uh, I mean, many years ago, t- at least uh, twenty to twenty-five years ago, I met a bank manager who was really attempting to persuade his supervisor that participation in a BNI chapter would get great results for his branch. And the supervisor um, reluctantly agreed to let him become a member on a trial basis. And the bank manager began um, getting referrals soon after joining the BNI group. And after several months, a fellow member gave him a, a particularly good referral as a man who is disgruntled with the level of service at his current bank. And the manager decided to visit the man at the bank branch. The, 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 the manager, I'm sorry, the manager decided to visit the man at his company. So he went to the referral a person's company. And the man told the manager that he felt he was not getting personal service from his existing bank. And the manager assured him that, that his bank prided itself uh, on great service. Now, this is an employee, okay? He didn't own the bank. He was a, a bank uh, manager. And he gave the man his personal mobile phone, his home phone, and told him if there was ever a problem, he could reach any time of day uh, at home or at work. And um, and if he was interested in, you know, doing business at the branch, just let him know. And so two days later at 9 a.m., the the man, the referral, was standing at the bank door with several savings and and checkbooks in hand, several uh, savings account information and checkbooks in hand. And the branch manager met him at the door and thanked him for coming to the branch. And the man said he was really impressed with the way he was handled by the manager and that he had decided to transfer his accounts to the manager's bank. And to the astonishment of the manager, the new customer handed over checking savings and money market accounts. Now, remember, this was almost 25 years ago. He handed over accounts that were worth over (laughs) $950,000. And after everything was completed, the man told the manager how glad he was to be referred to him by their mutual friend, a BNI member. So a BNI member made that referral. So I first heard this story when my office at BNI headquarters started getting phone calls. Like the next, it was in the next two days after that referral took place. And we're getting phone calls from every branch manager in Southern California with his bank. And each of them wanted information about a local BNI chapter in their area. Now, this was a, and I knew this bank manager, and he told me that his manager, his boss, really, his regional manager didn't want him to join, but he did anyway. And they, they, and then 
it, it turned out that when the bank manager got that $950,000 referral, um, his supervisor asked him at a, at a telebridge, remember telebridges, <laughs> instead of before Zoom, where everybody yeah. would get on the phone and talk. And, and he said, well, I got it from BNI, that, that organization that you, know, you weren't sure about. And he's like, you got a $950,000 referral. And he said, yeah, and I've gotten these other referrals too. And this is why we're doing so well in the branch. And so the supervisor told all the other, all the other branch managers, go join a local BNI chapter. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we started getting all of these phone calls from branch managers because of this referral. And okay. the lesson here is that um, for those of you who are working as employees, um, like the manager's um, the story there, um, there's a, a valuable lesson there. Persuade your supervisor. Convincing supervisors of the merits of business networking is really the first hurdle. Uh, and you know, I spoke to an individual who is eager to join a networking group but faced continued resistance from his boss who cited budget constraints and said the company couldn't pay for it. And now this is a different person. And uh, this salesman, this particular salesman, uh, proposed a really interesting uh, deal. He said uh, he would pay for the membership. He, the salesperson, would pay for the membership. And if he secured two referrals resulting in sales within 30 days, would the company reimburse him? And the boss said, oh, yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> if you come up with two sales, I'll see to it that the company pays for the membership. Well, guess what? The right. salesman closed three sales. And was working on four more by the end of the first couple of months. And true to their agreement, the boss covered uh, the initial membership and then paid for the renewal, acknowledging that there are incredibly tangible benefits derived from the salesman's networking efforts. So there's really two big stories here. One is, you know, if you're an employee, uh, getting your supervisor to approve a membership is great. And the other thing is, uh, sometimes chapters, they're just one entrepreneurs. Well, the truth is that there are great employees for large organizations who would make great members like the salesman that I mentioned and the bank manager. Uh, the bank manager's success and, and the subsequent organizational response really highlight the opportunity for a sort of a cultural shift within companies. The reluctance of a supervisor who's initially hesitant about the networking idea really transformed into a proactive encouragement for all of his branch managers to join a local BNI chapter. And, you know, now we have many, many, many banks who get this. And um, that shift really started years ago. Uh, in today's digital age, the uh, landscape of networking has expanded beyond traditional in-person interactions and virtual platforms and online communities, I think, provide avenues for connecting with professionals globally uh, and transcending you know, geographic boundaries, particularly if you know, if you're in a hybrid chapter or an online chapter. Uh, and of course, in-person networking, I believe, remains invaluable. Uh, and um, that is still what the majority of our organization is, is an in-person networking organization. Uh, I, I think the, the lessons learned from this story is, and I'd love any of your thoughts, Priscilla, is that, um, that in this podcast, um, the, the lessons learned in this post- podcast extend beyond individual success to really encompass organizational growth and cultural transformation within organizations by recognizing the potential of, of business networking and actively pursuing professional relationships, uh, employees, individuals with companies can unlock doors to new referral opportunities. And so whether you're self-employed or you work for someone, um, B&I can work very effectively for you 
And uh, I, you know, I think this is an important message for employees, and it's also an important message for BNI members to hear that employees can make great members of BNI chapter. Both of those are true stories. Priscilla, any thoughts before we yeah, wrap? Yeah, I have a true story. Um, yeah. Because we had an, a bank manager um, in our chapter 15 years ago, and uh, I joined that bank, and I'm still with that bank. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. So it worked, well, it worked look, on you, me. Look, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the bank that I use here in Austin uh, is a member of BNI, and uh, I've been using them now for 10 years. And, um, you know, it was an employee of the bank that I started uh, working with. And that employee has changed to somebody else, but, um, you know, still uh, the bank is still involved in BNI and happy to to continue to to bank with this with this branch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's everything that I've got, Priscilla, unless you have anything else to add. I'm good. Thank All you. All right. Honey. Well, uh, I thank you very much. And we're coming up uh, on the new year here and real, real soon. That's true. Well, in case I don't talk to you again before, um, happy new year. Thank you very much. You too, Priscilla. Okay. I think that's it for this week. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and then use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything. All of the proceeds go to the BNI Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <laughs> <laughs>